Hey Star Wars fans, welcome to a very special episode of the Jedi Council. Yes, that's right ladies and gentlemen, well the clue's in the title, but this is going to be our very first audio commentary of the Jedi Council watching one of our favourite Star Wars films, well, they're all our favourite Star Wars films, let's be honest, because they're all Star Wars, right? But, um, as you can probably tell from the clue in the title of the podcast, we will be doing a commentary of Rogue One, but... Before I go any further, I am not alone. I, of course, am your host, Alex, uh, and it is great to be back behind the mic. I am with my good buddy and my brother in the force, Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. So, Dave, we have been talking about doing this for years. I think it's the best best way to describe it. Um, And we are now finally going to get the opportunity to watch Rogue One together um for the first time well since we actually first saw it you know we dave and i went to a midnight uh showing of rogue one back in 2016 uh 16 16 yeah um when it came out uh, and obviously so we saw it together really enjoyed it and i think dave it's fair for me to say that it's it's quickly become one of the favorite films for both of us to be fair oh definitely yeah yeah, it's in, it's in my top ones for, for the Star Wars franchise, and, and that makes them one of my top movies. And it's poignant timing for when we're actually doing this, because for those of you following us on Twitter, as you know, we've been doing a poll. What's your favourite movie from the prequel, original, sequel, and standalone movies? Um, and Rogue One went through in the category of standalone movies, beating Solo fairly comfortably, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm right, Dave, if I remember correctly. It was. It was. I think seventy-two percent of the the fans voted for for Rogue One. Yeah, and and that's not to say the Solo is a bad film. Um, I I just think this is better personally. I, I agree. I agree. Solo was a great one. I saw it at the cinema five times. Um, I had to see it that many times just to decide which one was my favourite between this and Rogue One. To be fair, <laughs> um, and, and Rogue One literally just tips over to become the favourite of the two. But it, it's you can't split it with a hair. Yeah, yeah, similar for me. Um, this film is slowly one of my top, probably on, definitely one of my top three all in all out of the ten movies that have been released, soon to be eleven. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you know it's going to take a lot of beating. This is probably, I think this is second to me after Empire Strikes Back. I think, um, and I know a lot of people have put this on par with it, which is quite an acclaim um, from from everything that we have seen. So. How this is going to work, guys, is we are basically going to start the movie. Uh, we are watching the Blu-ray, uh, just to be clear. Um, and therefore, obviously, we want to make sure that if you do follow along, I know the DVDs are the same. Um, at one point in time, we are going to do the original trilogy. Uh, and we're going to make sure we're all watching the same version of that, as we do know that it's gone for a couple of different versions. Um, we don't really be, want to be watching the original cinematic release and then watching the most recent re- version of the on when it got released on Blu-ray a couple of years back, where there's a whole heap of stuff that's new as well. Um, but it's a lot easier with the slightly newer movies. Um, there is only one version per se. Um, so we're going to be starting from that. Um, we have got our videos lined up. Videos, God, sound of me. I sound really old saying that. Um, we have our blue <laughs> Blu-rays lined up and ready to go. Um, so we have started effectively when we see Krennic's ship coming in. It's around 39 seconds, 40-odd seconds uh, on the DVD. So get that lined up, guys, so you know exactly where we're starting from. Um, the reason why we've done that is because Dave and I have gone through a couple of different ways that we're going to do this, and this seems to be the best way. We've got it all lined up, ready to go. Um, 
any kind of final comments, David? Have, have I missed anything important to say before we jump into this two and a bit hour commentary? I don't think so. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's been about six months since I've seen this. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So, yeah, guys, you know, get comfortable. Go to the bathroom, get a drink. Not a drink from the bathroom, obviously. Um, <laughs> get, get comfortable because um, we're going to be with you for the next kind of two and a bit hours uh, of watching this amazing Star Wars film. Hopefully it's going to be the first of many. Um, and I think we're going to just jump into it. You ready, Dave, to, to kind of jump into this? As ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> Let's do it. We are going to start playing this now. So, great opening scene. Like most Star Wars films, where you get a ship of some description. I must admit, when I, when I first saw this, I thought those rings that were around the planet were going to be the front of a Star Destroyer, but it wasn't meant to be. No, I agree. I, I didn't realise it was. It was part of the scenery. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the sweeping landscape that kind of follows Krennic's ship coming into play uh, is quite quite an amazing landscape, actually. I do like that, the, the black and and the water lapping against it, and then you see the greenery as well. It's almost like it's a volcanic planet. Yeah, and here is our first sight of seeing little Jyn Erso, uh, as a kid. I think the, the actress they've got to play her is actually spot on to, for, to Felicity, uh, the, the main actress of the character. Yeah, yeah, they've done well there. Uh, there she is. She's opening up the, the doorway, saying that she's seen something. And um, I do love some of the throwbacks to the original tree that we do get here. Um, you know, up in a minute we're going to see the blue milk. Uh, there you go, the money yes. shot. I must admit, I did love this when I first saw it in, in the cinema. Um, and of course, we now see our first sight of Sol Guerrero. Yes. Less hair, but not on the oxygen, as it were. And again, another. Sweeping. Sweeping, I was going to say sweeping way the way his ship comes in. I, I do like his ship. Yeah, his ship is amazing. And I do have one bugbear with Star Wars villains. Why do they land their ship so bloody far away? <laughs> he could have landed it right on top of them, couldn't he? That's what I mean. Park right at the doorstep. Um, yeah. But no, we then get obviously the conversation between Galen Erso and Jin, uh, his Stardust. Which is obviously iconic, as we now know, uh, in the Star Wars universe of what the name means and what it is part of. And then the Death Troopers. Oh. First time you see them, and it's just, what are they? You don't know what they are. It's reminiscent of Stormtroopers, but... Yeah, they're all in black with the big blasters. Mm. Oh, it's, uh, it's quite an impeding sight when you think about that. It is. I just noticed as well on the farm where um, they're they're living, almost looks like the evaporators that you see in a New Hope are sat around it. A moisture farming, isn't it? Yeah, but but they're on a planet that's that is moist, so they must do really well farming then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, now an interesting quote there from from uh, Jin's mum: "Trusting the fools gives her the Kyber crystal." Um, mm. does get the mind boggling at one point when you see that, that you know is she full sensitive etc obviously we know she isn't but... and then we see the standoff yeah we know what this guy's capable of and he's wasted 
the way that her father looks there, he, he looks vaguely like oriental, especially when you when he turns side on and you see his top knot. Yeah, kind of throwback to the Japanese mm. traditional dress, and we know the films were heavily influenced by the uh, Seven Samurai by George Lucas, and uh, back in the day. So it's good to see that carry on. Yeah, that's what you mean about the moisture farming evaporators there. The work has stalled. I need you to come. This is almost one of my favourite lines in the whole film. We'll do it, Craig. We were on the verge of greatness. We were this close to providing peace, security for the galaxy. Krennic doing his great villain. Confusing peace for terror. Well, we have to start somewhere. Gotta start somewhere. Wonderful line. <laughs> And these guys, you don't actually hear them say anything. It's all electronic noises, isn't it? Yeah, it's as if they've got mufflers. Mm. Or, or an encryption, maybe, so that you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah. Or, they, or don't understand what they're saying. It's the special forces. Yeah. Oh, look, she's back from the dead. Oh, look, here's Lyra back from the dead. Krennic is such a great villain. He really is. He is. I, yeah, I agree with that. The cape, the look. Oh, Lyra. Troublesome as ever. Callous. Yeah. He nails his lines so well. Oh, yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah. I think this is one of the, the things that makes this movie so good. The fact that they've, they've chosen a really strong cast. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think what also helps is that they've actually continued the character of Krennic throughout like um, some of the books, some of the comics, mm. we see him referenced. Do it. Of course, we see his instruction is to shoot first. Yeah. He, he tells does. the stormtrooper to shoot the death trooper. Yeah, do it. He's the bad guy. That's mm. what they do. And then Jin on the run, going to the, uh, as we now know, the secret hideout. I've always thought the stormtroopers didn't do a good enough job of searching because there's Look, footprints. The footprints. Yes, <laughs> I was just thinking that. You know, come on, guys. <laughs> we know you can't shoot, but it's interesting. I love that. Watching this, because obviously these type of action figures or, or stuffed toys you can now buy in Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, so you can actually buy that kind of stormtrooper that's like this knitted... Ragdoll uh, stuff. Yeah, but they've also got like a Darth Vader. Um, I think they've got like a Luke. Uh, and a couple of the animals in that kind of style as well, as if it's in-universe, which is really cool. Might... I suppose that's the thing about Galaxy's Edge, though, isn't it? Yeah, they can just throw all this stuff and charge you $25 for a stuffed toy. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, there is that. I was thinking more about the fact that they're trying to make it in Galaxy. Well, yeah, it's canon, you know. The the, the location of Batu is mentioned in the Thrawn book, and it has its own comic series now, so... Mm. And then we see Saw. My child. They've done him justice in um, They did. And they have rope one. It's interesting with this because when this guy's like, 
must have mapped. Well, considering they had um, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, no crawl, which was fine. And then that kind of style writing, I was a bit like, oh, that's different. I quite like it now, but at the time I was a bit, oh. Mm. One of the things I am looking forward to, I don't know if they'll do it or not, now that Disney have acquired Fox, will we get the 20th Century Fox, the, the drum roll again? Good question. I doubt it. As it's Disney producing the movies these days, not Fox. <sighs> I don't no. know. Because it doesn't say Disney at the beginning, it says Lucasfilm. No, that's very true. It's very true. And then, of course, we fast forward to seeing Jin in prison. Yes. Yeah. The original Stormtrooper, for want of a better word. Um and then we cut again to a trading outpost the ring of Kafreen again they've got the whole in the way that they've got this themed and styled I think you know Gareth Edwards has, has done an absolutely amazing job with this he has he has And this is where we first get a glimpse of uh, Captain Cassian Andor. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see what they do with his TV show, actually. You know, I'm looking forward to it. I even though I've not seen anything about it, I'm still looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. He's such a great character. Yeah. And and what I like about this is you see that the the Rebel Alliance isn't pure white. Yeah, it's great. It's a mixture of, you know, human of every colour, aliens, droid, you know, it's, it's, it's everybody kind of standing up against the Empire. It's, it's a coalition, isn't it? Yeah, so, sorry, what I, what I meant was that from the original trilogy, you, you pretty much saw that the the Rebel Alliance was white and the, the Empire was black, it was dark, it was evil, and there, was, there wasn't a shade of grey, it was literally white and black. The good guys, whereas, bad guys. Yeah, whereas this, this there's a big blurring between them. Casting Andor, he does what needs to be done. Yeah. What's all this? Yeah, he's not, he's not afraid to raise his blaster, is he? No. He's a very good shot. <laughs> the way he takes out those two stormtroopers quite effectively with only two shots, it's pretty good going. Troopers down. And this, I was really surprised that this, this piece is coming up here the way he is. Like. Yes. That, I mean, that's child friendly. <laughs> no. Um, no. Shoots him in the back, he's informer, the guy that's trusting him. It's funny because like, normally when you see a stormtrooper get taken out, they're the good guys and they're the bad guys. And it happens. But when you see a good guy, and I'm using it very commas, taking out another good guy. It's a bit yeah. wow, and then we sweep to Jeddah, which we now know is the home of the Jedi, or, or, or a home, or a home of the Jedi. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, and with that stone S statue, isn't it? Yeah, a repurposed clone trooper helmet there. Yeah, I love that. With no, the not, uh, sorry, not clone trooper, uh, yeah. scout trooper. Sorry, yeah, scout trooper. I like the way they've done that. Hmm. Imagine. He's a uh, Bodhi Rook. And is it uh, two tubes, twin tubes? Yeah, twin tubes. He's uh, again, he pops up in solo, doesn't he? 
Yes. Or, or, or the same alien, at least. Yeah, same, yeah, two, yeah, two true. It might not be the same character, but yeah. in the middle of nowhere. We need to get to Jeddah City. What part of urgent message do you guys not understand? I do like um, the actor. What his name? Uh, Who, uh, Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's, he's good in this. He's great in Venom as well. I, I really like him. Yeah, that's a great shot of that fallen Jedi statue. She's pulling away from it, yeah. And I, I love that vehicle. Okay, so we're now on the prison planet, and we've got a, a, an ex-clone turbo tank being used as a troop transporter. Yeah, I do love the name of the planet as well, Wobbany, you know. It could it be any closer to Obi-Wan, you know. Yeah, yeah I didn't think of that. But again, the styling is obviously very in part on par with the original trilogy due to the time frame that we know it's set, etc. Yes. But it's the grittiness of it again. The fact that people are not clean and not... Yeah. I do like that. Even the, 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 the score that goes along with it is, is bang on the money as well. Yes, I'd agree with that. And, and again, Janerso looks after number one, so she's prepared to to take out the people that have just saved her. And then we meet my favourite droid. Congratulations, you are being rescued. <laughs> I know, I know, Fufio is one of your favourites, Dave. But I, I see, does, yeah, two for me has just gone to the top of the pile for droids. Absolutely brilliant. And then we have them flying into Yavin 4 on a, a, a U-Wing, which is now my favourite of the Rebel ships. Oh, really? Yeah, I absolutely adore that ship. It's fantastic. And again, they've got this so spot on. Um, I know Gareth Edwards must have spawned, gone over every single inch of detail from the original trilogy to get this. Oh, gotcha. You're currently calling yourself Liana Halleck. Is that correct? Possession of unsanctioned weapons. Yeah, I mean, when you hear the, the, the list of felonies that she's got, you know. Yeah. Imagine if the Imperial authorities had found out who you really were, Jin Erso. That is your given name, is it not? Jin Erso, daughter of Galen Erso. A known Imperial collaborator in weapons development. And now we have Mon Mothma. What is this? Done a fantastic job here. Yeah. The choice of actors for this. It's the same lady they cast, wasn't it, for the uh, the prequels? Prequels, yeah. Fifteen years ago. Any idea where he's been all the time? I like to think he's dead. Again, looking after number one. There's a theme emerging. Yes. You've never had the luxury of political opinion. She doesn't trust anybody, does she? Yeah. Your last contact with it's been a long time. But he'll remember you. Cassian pushing up funds to get he the answers that he needs. You came as a friend. We're up against the clock here, girls. So if there's nothing to talk about, we'll just put you back where we found you. <laughs> I was a child. Saul Guerrero saved my life. He raised me, but I've no idea where he is. I haven't seen him in years. 
We know how to find him. That's not our problem. What we need is someone who gets us through the door without being killed. You're all rebels, aren't you? <coughs> yes, but Saul Guerrero is an extremist. He's been fighting on his own since he broke with the rebellion. It's interesting the way they explore his kind of break off in the Rebels cartoon and his attitude change and the need for drastic action. Yes. What does this have to do with In comparison to the rest. There's an Imperial defector in Jeddah, a pilot. He's been held by Sogarera. He's claiming the Emperor is creating a weapon with the power to destroy entire planets. Planet Yellow. Pilot says he was sent by your father. We need to stop this weapon before it is finished. Captain Erndl's mission is to authenticate the pilot's story and then, if possible, find your father. It appears he is critical to the development of this super weapon. Given the gravity of the situation... Bearing the lines of the truth to try to make her fall in line, as it were. Yeah. Ah, oh, Jimmy Smith's legend. Again, again, the guy that they used in the prequels. Yeah. And if I do it... So well done, this. Gareth Edwards, just he just knew what he was doing with this story. He hit the nail, bang on the head, absolutely. The the way that it ties the prequels to the original trilogy. Even with, with Ghost in the top left hand corner referencing, you know, the yeah, Rebel TV yeah. show, it's great. Just yeah, and the grittiness, the way that it looks, the the, the warning look of the film. Yeah. I'm K2SO. I'm a reprogrammed Imperial droid. I remember you. I see the Council is sending you with us to Jeddah. Apparently so. That is a bad idea. <laughs> I think so, and so does Cassie. That is a bad idea. What do I know? My specialty is just strategic analysis. Gunanoso is vital to the Empire's weapons program. Again, doing what they need to get done with the instructions to change yeah. the mission. Yeah. His battlefield isn't isn't the the standard lines of soldiers facing each other. Yeah. Is it's the working in the shadows, taking the the shot from the dark? Yeah. He tends to say whatever comes into his circuits. So. By product of the reprogram. Why does she get a blaster and I <laughs> What? I know how to use it. That's what I'm afraid of. Give it to him. <laughs> Trust goes by his ways. Brilliant life. We're going to Jeddah. That's a war zone. That's not the point of it. Where'd you get it? I found it. I find that answer vague and unhelpful. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Brilliant. Vague and unhelpful. both ways. You're letting her keep it. Would you like to know the probability of her using it against you? <laughs> it's high. It's high. <laughs> it's funny how the droids do become humans to a certain extent. Or oh, oh, yeah. Characteristics of humanity, anyway, that prettiness and 
And there's the the guy on the guard, just like from from uh, a new hope. comes Mr. Guerrero with his metal legs. Mm. We don't actually know or even seen how that happened. You know? I was just wondering. I, I don't know if he's popped up in a comic somewhere where it's happened. I've not heard that explored. Booty, look, cargo pilot, local boy, huh? <laughs> I can hear you. You didn't capture me, I came in myself and defected. I defected. Every day, more lies. So I must admit, this film is great. The scene with the poor Gullet, though. I'm not a fan, I'm not going to lie. The, the octopusy thing. Yeah. I mean, this bit is this bit is great, kind of the, the building of the tension of who he is and how he's trying to help them. And mm. I like the way he's adamant that he's there to he's defected. He's not yeah. being <laughs> and the whole Darth Vader thing. Mm -hmm. Even it even sounds the same. You must shop in the same place as the Emperor. Mm. <laughs> More machine than man. Yeah. Bokali. Bokali. <laughs> you don't even know what that means. <laughs> no. It sounds ominous. No, isn't it? Yeah, it does. And then we get our first introduction to the Empire and understanding shy sure enormity of this Death Star compared to a Super Star Well, yeah. Gives you an idea. Most unfortunate about the security breach on Jeddah, Director Krennic. And of the reintroduction re of uh, the man himself talking. Fantastic voice actor. We've heard word of rumors circulating through the way that the CGI on this is fantastic. It is. I, I watched this again with, with my wife um, for a, the third time. I think it was I ended up watching it, and I was like, I made a comment of I can't believe that CGI, and she was like, What? I was like, yeah, that's that's not. It's, it's a real person with a CGI face. She was like, joking. It looks human. It looks real. Yeah. Yeah. I suggest we solve both problems. It's stunning, isn't it? Yeah. And his, the way that the delivery of the lines and everything is, is so spot. will find you explaining why to a far less patient audience. <laughs> oh, I will not fail. I will not fail. I love the way the Emperor's kind of referenced and. Oh, yes. My show. Yeah. I must admit, even if they'd left it at that and that was the only scene we're talking in, just yeah. to create that menace, even that would have been good. But for them to have expanded it throughout the entire movie where Tarkin is a is a main character, really. Yeah, yeah. We then cut to the flashback mm. of when Jin, Jin was watching Krennic 
and her mum and dad have had a nice little drink. I can't really make out the planet it's on, but I'm going to, by the looks of it, it's got to be Coruscant with little buildings, or am I just... Yeah, yeah I reckon it was Coruscant. In the good times. Yeah. Did we ever actually find out why they ran? Why did he leave the weapons? Did he develop a, a conscience? Was it his isn't, wife? It, isn't it in the book? It's explored in the book um, that came out before this catalyst. Yeah. Yes, I had it as an audio book. But I, uh, I, yeah, I struggle I with audio books. Yeah, I think I think he had a conscious kick, <laughs> um, if memory serves correct, as if he realised what the Empire were doing and disagreed. Right. Or something. It's funny when you see this. It looks like Tatooine. It looks like Jabba Palace. Yes. Yes, it does. There's a planet, stone, and then sweeping views of Jeddah with the Star Destroyer above it. Quite imposing. Oh, it's fantastic that. What's with the destroyer? Even the jacket that Cassian's wearing, the furry hood, mm. the blue echoes of Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it does. Oh, right, it's not a nice planet or a snow planet, but still. I guess it's not necessarily a hot planet, just because it's... Yeah, just because it's desert. Yeah, that's right. Maybe we should leave target practice behind. Are you talking about me? She's <laughs> right. We need to blend in. Stay with the ships. I can blend in. I'm an Imperial droid. <laughs> the city is under Imperial occupation. Half the people here want to reprogram you. The other half want to put a hole in your head. I'm surprised you're so concerned with my safety. I'm not. I'm just worried they might miss you. Hit me. And hit me. <laughs> This bit. So I love this bit. <laughs> Doesn't sound so bad to me. <laughs> yeah, this this That's bit. bit me, yeah, I just I understand it's a way to sanitize the good from the bad, but they could have done it in such a better way. It just looks badly done. In my it's the biggest quarrel I've got this film. What have you really brought me? Cargo pilot. Kind of style of it kind of reminds me of like a raftar from Yes. But cross between a raftar and a melted jab of the hut. <laughs> I was thinking um uh, there's like a horror genre, Call of Cthulhu thing, isn't it? Reminds me of the, the octopusy type things in that. 
and then we get Jeddah, which which is very reminiscent of like a Middle Eastern style yeah. city. It's funny when I saw pictures of Galaxy's Edge, they could have easily done it here instead. Right. The, the theming and styling looked pretty much similar, and of course, oh, I do love the walrus and walrus man. <laughs> yeah, and Doctor Ivan. Even to Evansu, or whatever you say his name, before we lost an arm. Yes. It always amazes me though, because like when you think of how quickly this film is kind of set in a period of time, he clearly goes from Jeddah to Tatooine very quickly. Yes. So he escapes it here just to lose his arm elsewhere. <laughs> That's what you call bad luck. Yeah. And clearly, Jeddah's not one of the sixteen systems that he's wanted on. <laughs> Lee pops up in the Doctor Afra comics, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Wait for me. And here's where we meet. They're two new friends. Speaking to you, Donnie Yen, fantastic actor. He is. How did you know I was wearing a necklace? Well, that answer you must pay. No, of course, his bodyguard Maze behind him. What do you know about Kyber Crystal? Maze base. Maze. Yeah, Maze Malbus. <laughs> That's it. A new friend. Strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. Let's go. We're not here to make friends. Who are they? The guardians of the guardians world. of the wills of the Kaiba temple. Nice little throwback to what was potentially going to be the original name of the movie. Mm. Well, the First was film, I should say. Not the not the move, not the name of this movie. Yeah. I love the tanks. Yeah. I mean, when you think in the in the day and age that they are, and the type of ships that they've got, to just have an old-fashioned tank on wheels, it's quite retro to a certain extent, but it looks very imposing. Yeah. So it's effective, isn't it? Tell me you have a backup. Maybe a bit easier to get around than a scout walker. Maybe, yeah. Kicks off. <laughs> and this, this again is a throwback to the Clone War cartoons where Ahsoka was training. Um, Looks like we found Saul's rebel. Yeah. Oh, his sister. Yeah, it reminds me of the, uh, the episode where she trains him how to throw a, a grenade yes. beneath the shield and stuff. But it's, it is it is very much, it's the same type of attack method, isn't it, that, that Ahsoka trained them in? When they were trying to uh, drive the, the separatists off the planet. Absolutely, yeah. 
Well, he's not on their side. Yeah, he has to keep her alive so that they can do their mission. You do feel sorry for stormtroopers, no. sort of. And I like the fact that they're rescuing the car because I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, but as much as anything else, it's just to um, frustrate the Empire, isn't it? Right. Because they don't know why they're using them at this stage, they just know that the Empire wants them. And if the ATST, again, yes. remnants of uh, Return of the Jedi. Again, another great example of the Stormtroopers show that they can never hit anything. Yes. Well, looking at the city streets here, it's very similar again to the Ralph Macquarie concept sketches. Yeah. <clears throat> it also reminds me, do you remember when we went to the uh, cinema and there was the um, bit where you kind of waited and there was like the sand on the floor? It reminds me of that. Did you know that yes. Of course. I thought I told you to stay on the <laughs> ship. You did. But I thought it was boring, and you were in trouble. <laughs> there are a lot of explosions for two people blending in. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. K2, absolute legend. Oh. Stop right there. Oh, I like this bit. Yeah. Where are you taking these prisoners? Prisoners? These are prisoners. Yes. Where are you taking them? These are prisoners. I am taking them to imprison them. In prison. In prison. Fresh one. That's okay. If you're there's a fresh one, I can take them, I'm sure. I've taken them this far. I think know what I'm doing. You can't take them away. You stay here. We need to check your diagnostics. Diagnostics? <laughs> I'm capable of running my own diagnostics, thank you very much. Lone path in peace. I'm certain he is. He's definitely force-sensitive, isn't he? He's definitely force-sensitive. The force is with me, and I am with the force. And I fear nothing. I'm with the force. force is with me. As the force wills it. Hey, stop right there. He's Maybe he was a Padawan. Damn. Oh, that's interesting. So he uses his stick like a lightsaber. Yeah. And he's able to dodge light laser blasts. Yeah, like the Jedi does. Yeah. And like Kanan in... You remember the, cl um, the first episode of Rapples? Yeah. When he, he first like brings himself back out of being a, a, a Padawan in hiding and shows what he is. Well, I think like, the stick is actually battering the Stormtrooper yeah. armour. <laughs> yeah. Makes you wonder why they wear something that slows them <laughs> down, reduces their visibility, and offers no protection whatsoever. The Empire was kind of corners, clearly. Yeah. Um, and then, 
The man steps up, but he saves his bacon. Oh, yeah. Brutal. Yes. His weapon's amazing. One hostile. <laughs> One hostile. She just saved him. I've just noticed he sits down on a dead stormtrooper. That's absolutely brilliant. Look. Yes. <laughs> I'm not just, I've never noticed that before. I thought he was sitting on like a rock or something. No Jedi here anymore. Only dreamers like this fool. The Force did protect you. I protected you. Can you get us a Sul Guerrero? Can't you see? We are no friends of the Empire. Anyone who kills me and my friends will answer to Sul Guerrero. Because I'm the daughter of Galen Erso. This <laughs> makes me laugh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? But the, the, they absolutely nail the humour in this film. Star Wars yes. plays out humour in it, uh, but they just get it bang on in this particular film. They do, despite the bleakness of the story. Yeah, it's it's, it's miserable. I mean, spoiler, they all die. You know, nobody lives. Yeah, all of a sudden, I've still got these elements of humour throughout the whole film that are just so spot on Star Wars. Yes. Uh, and then, you get The Last Jedi and they just get completely wrong. But anyway, I'm, I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm enjoying this film. <laughs> and then, obviously, the puzzling look of the uh, ship going. Which, as we know why, the test has been called. And they're playing the same game that's on the hollow chess, but with actual figures. Yeah, so the board is clearly broken. <laughs> but yeah. you can actually buy, again, in Galaxy's Edge, you can buy a chess set of the real figures and the particular. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me that. I it love chess. So cool. And that, of course, is Warwick Davis. Yes. Forgot about I forgot to mention that earlier on. I can't remember the name of that character though. It'll begin with a W. We always do. This brain for the door to open. It bothers him because he knows it's possible. Big Morbus was once the most devoted guardian of us all. I'm beginning to think the Force and I have different priorities. Relax, Captain. We've been in worse cages. Secret agent with all these little toys. First for me. There is more than one sort of prison, Captain. I sense that you carry yours wherever you go. Be 
quite a surprise. Are we not still friends? The last time I saw you, you gave me a knife and loaded blaster and told me to wait in the bunker till daylight. I knew you were safe. You left me behind. His name is Weetief, that's the one. Yeah, uh, yes. It always begins with a W. All of his characters too. People were starting to figure that out. People who wanted to, to use you as a hostage. Not a day goes by. That I don't think of you. But today. Of all the days. It's a trap. Isn't it? What? The pilot. The message. All of it. He's got a serious case of paranoia, hasn't he? Yeah. This is when your freedom fighter becomes a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. wants my father they think he sent you a message about a weapon I guess they think by sending me you might actually help them out so what is it that you want Jeff? they wanted an introduction they've got it I'm out now the rest of you can do what you want he looks lost doesn't he when you look at his face yeah He's been fighting too long, he's lost track of everything. The rebels, whatever he just fights for the fight. All it's ever brought me is pain. His legs, it looks like his left arm might be robotic as well. Obviously he's wearing a glove so we can't tell, but... He's not doing too well, is he, poor old uh, Saw? No. But it seems that there's like a bit of a realisation at some point, isn't there, that... He actually can be helpful. This bit always bugs me as well. Is it upside down? It, is there an upside down That's, when you're in? Because, yeah. because, there isn't an up or a down, is there? Not on a sphere, no. And if you're coming to the planet from below, then potentially it looks upside down. I think it's just where we obviously saw the Death Star in the original Star Wars and then Empire Strikes Back. That cylindrical bit where the energy blast comes from has always been... The circular the crater thing, yeah. yeah. It's always at the top. Yeah, at the top, yeah. But then you've also got... Alright, this is a thing as well. Because all the spaceships in Star Wars, they, they make their own gravity, don't they? Yes. So, yeah. so you could... You, for some reason, though, you always get Star Destroyers aligning to the same way up. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But they could all be flying in different angles. Makes no difference. Because there's not enough or a down. I'm going to kill him! No, 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 wait for me! No! Back off! Back off! Okay. Are you the pilot? See, this is another thing with... When they talk about a poor guy, they know that 
it sends them doolally. Which is clearly what's happening here. But all of a sudden, he becomes normal really quickly. Yeah. yeah. True, but we don't necessarily know how long this has been since he was poor yeah. colored. <laughs> poor colored, yeah. I do like the way they got the Death Star Trooper there as well with that. Mm. Uh, helmet. This is the message I was sent. So, if you are watching this, then perhaps there's a chance to save the Alliance. Perhaps there's a chance to explain myself, but though I don't dare hope for too much, a chance to Jen, if she's alive, if you can possibly find her. This bit is just awesome the way that they fit this film in with a new hope. Mm. Jen, my stardust. Mm. I can't imagine what you think of me. When I was taken, I faced some bitter truths. I was told that soon enough Krennic would have you as well. As time went by, I knew that you were either dead or so well. Quite a touching scene, this actually. I knew if I refused to work, if I took my own life, it would only be a matter of time before Krennic realized he no longer needed me to complete the project. So I did the one thing nobody expected. I lied. I learned. Played the part of a beaten man resigned to the sanctuary of his work. I made myself indispensable, and all the while, I laid the groundwork for my revenge. We call it a Death Star. There is no better name, and the day is coming soon when it will be unleashed. I've placed a weakness deep within the system, a flaw so small and powerful they will never find. I mean, Krennic looks so obnoxious and proud at that point, doesn't he? Smug, yeah. Yeah. He's created this toy. I try to think of you only in the moments when I'm strong because of the pain of not having you with me, your mother. This is the moment where Jin just decides to get involved properly, isn't it? It's just so hard not to think of you. Think of where you are. Eclipse. So. Ooh. Yeah. That's the place I've laid my trap. It's well hidden and unstable. One blast to any part of it will destroy the entire station. Wow. I need the plans, the structural plans for the Death Star to find the reactor. I know there's a complete engineering archive in the data vault at the Citadel Tower on Scarif. Any pressurized explosion into the reactor module will set off a chain reaction that will destroy the entire station. Now we have Scarif named. And a Death Star's done its duty and blown up half of the planet. Yeah, destruction is quite unbelievable. I mean, <clears throat> I was watching completely off tangent. I was watching Independence Day, obviously being near the Fourth of July, and there's obviously yeah. this scene where one of the alien spaceships hovers over like the White House, the Empire State Building, and blows it all to kingdom. But that. Mm. That's just an excellent craziness. Requested, although there's a problem on the horizon. There's a problem on the horizon. The horizon is coming towards us. Bring that ship in here. Brilliant. Where are you going? 
gotta find Jin. Get the timer. We need him. All right. I'll get the pilot. Those remind me of the uh, Rancor pit in Return of the Jedi. Yes, yes, they do. I gotta go. I know where your father is. Go with him, Jim. You must go. Come with us. I will run. No and he almost comes to his senses now, doesn't he? Yeah. He realizes what he's fighting go. for again. Yeah. Reminds me of a helicopter. They, they use it a bit like oh, a helicopter as well. That's a great comparison. Yeah. I'm not very optimistic about our odds. That's now, Kate. Not now, Not very optimistic about our odds. This is where we say goodbye to Saw. Ooh. He's even like, I have his oxygen. <laughs> I'm not going to need it then. Destruction, I know. It's like a tidal wave of dirt and earth. Mm. Mud. Well, I suppose the impact of it punches through the crust. Yeah. And then makes the actual plate itself. Disrupt. Almost like a massive wave. Budget, I haven't completed my calculations. I'll make them for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> akin to when you see pictures of like an atomic bomb blowing up. Hmm. I believe I owe you an apology, Director Krennic. Your work exceeds all expectations. And you'll tell the Emperor as much? I will tell him that his patience with your misadventures has been rewarded with a weapon that will bring a swift end to the rebellion. <laughs> that was only an inkling of its destructive potential. I will tell him that I will be taking control over the weapon I first spoke of years ago, effective immediately. <laughs> Must throw back to the clone wars, that. Yes. Attack of the clones. Mm -hmm. 
It's funny. I'm looking. I've started to read the new Thrawn book, mm -hmm. and one of the big talking points in the Thrawn book is the relationship between Tarkin, Thrawn, and uh, Krennic. Krennic wanted the Death Star project. Thrawn yeah. wanted us on a special Tie Fighter initiative, and the Emperor basically picked the Death Star. Um, right. And you know, potentially, you can see why. Tell him to proceed with haste. Plan. We have no idea what he's building for the Empire. We have to kill Galen Erso while we have the chance. Yeah. Send the masters to kill Galen Erso. Yeah. Tell me. All of it. The whole city. Tell me. All of it. He doesn't necessarily agree with the instructions, though. I think it's because of his growing affinity to Jin. Yes. You brought the message. Yes. Your father. He said I could get right by myself. He said I could make it right if I was brave enough to listen to wars in my heart. Do something about it. Guess it was too late. It wasn't too late. Seems pretty late to me. <laughs> we can beat the people who did this. My father's message. I've seen him. They call it the Death Star. They have no idea. There's a way to defeat it. You're wrong about my father. He did build it. Because he knew they'd do it without him. My father made a choice. He sacrificed himself for the rebellion. He's rigged a trap inside it. That's why he sent you, to bring that message. Where is it? Where's the message? It was a hologram. You have that message, right? So fast. Did you see it? You don't believe me. I'm not the one you gotta convince. I believe her. That's good to know. What kind of trap? <laughs> you say your father made a trap? The reactor. He's placed a weakness there. He's been hiding it for years. He said if you can blow the reactor, the module, the whole system goes down. We need to send word to the Alliance. I've done that. They have to know there's a way to destroy this thing. They have to go... It's funny, after watching the newer films and referring everything to the First Order and the Resistance, sometimes catch myself calling it the First Order and the Empire and... Oh. Yeah, I keep getting them mixed up. 
They're the same stuff, let's be honest. Resistance and rebellion, yeah. Yeah. Same beef difference. I mean, even at the end of the last Jedi, probably it's four. So I think they call themselves the rebels again. That would be one thing that they've done well in this as well is you move around different planets and they're very different. Yeah, I mean, when you think of the original trilogies, we get to see Yavin, Tatooine. In, in a new home. And a Death Star, obviously. But that's it. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back, we see. Hoth. Dagobah. Cloud City. Cloud City, Vespin. Gen 3. I don't want to know. And then, obviously, with Return of the Jedi, we see. Endor. Spaceships. <laughs> uh, Tatooine again. And, yeah, and Tatooine at the end. Add Solo. Very uh, comfortable moving around. Yeah, maybe that's the indication of the budget that they've got and potentially the, but also the access to the CGI to make it work yeah. without it looking like it's completely fake. Well, George Lucas always said the technology you wanted to, the stuff you wanted to do, the technology wasn't ready in the 70s, so the fact that it's pretty much there to, these days says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, where is it? It's just over that ridge. That's a shuttle depot straight ahead of us. You are sure of that? Yes. I have to hope there's still an Imperial ship left to steal. Here's what we're doing. Hopefully the storm keeps up and keeps us hidden down here. Bodhi, you're coming with me. We'll go up the ridge and check it out. I'm coming with you. No, your father's message. We can't risk it. You're the messenger. That's ridiculous. We all got the message. Everyone here knows it. One blast to the reactor module and the whole system goes down. That's how you <laughs> said it. The whole system goes down. <laughs> All I want to do right now is get a handle on what we're up against. The so we're going to go very small and very careful yeah. of the rice and see what's what. Let's get out of here. The music's very well done with this. Yeah, the score in this film is very um, on par with Star Wars, which is a really obvious thing to say, but... Why do you ask that? What, what do you mean? Does he look like a killer? The Force moves darkly near oh, what's his name? About to kill. Michael Giacchino? Yeah, Michael Giacchino. Did a, did a great job with this film. No, 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 no. We've got to go up. Can't see much from down there. Again, the, the setup here reminds me of Return of the Jedi. The goggles on the head, the hat, the cape. Yes, like on um, um, Endor. Yeah. There you go, the launch from Yavin 4. I think that's why 
for me anyway, it it's a proper Star Wars. Well, the reason that we've chosen to do this movie first is because, depending upon how you want to watch the movies, this sits very well as the first part of the original trilogy. It's almost make it a quartet. Yeah. It's a good jumping on point. Yeah. Because you, you, you don't you don't know how things join together, but this this sets the scene very well. Yeah. It, it doesn't give away any of the big parts of the story. Yeah, we have no Jedi, Sith or lightsabers, ironically. No. No. What are they doing? Hmm. If Cassian comes back, we're leaving without them. <laughs> Again, she looks like Princess Leia. Yes. Out there. We've come too far. The thing that amazes me with Baze is like he's almost dressed like a clone, isn't he? With his armor. Yeah, the, the patchwork armor. Yeah, the armor, the, even the gun. I swear I've seen that gun in the Clone Wars. That's him, Galen, in the dark suit. Have you got that ship in Lego? I have, yes. Yeah. I've got every set from Rogue One. You got the black. It was the only way of making sure that you could collect all the Lego minifigures that came with it. You got the Black Series figures as well. Um. Yes, I've got the Black Series of them all, except for yeah. um. Six Rook. Yeah, the Bodhi Rook is the only figure I don't have. You must be very proud. I've got Krennic. Yeah. Death Troopers. This reminds me of an episode of um, Clone Wars, where, yes. the, where, the, where the, the, they're kind of training and they're on this planet and. I think, I think the actual episode is called Shinies or something like that. One of you. Oh, it reminds me of, you know, when the Tarkin, the when they're breaking Tarkin and the Jedi out of that prison. Oh, yeah, and it's done by Anakin, yeah. I can't remember the name, the, the short Jedi with the pointy ears, not Yoda, the other one. Again, the Empire showing its teeth well, in this particular scene where threatening to kill everyone. They have nothing to do with it. Spare them. 
play shop. Take the shop. Can't do it. Can you hear me? I'm here. You've got her working. Affirmative, yes. Although we have a problem. There's an Alliance squadron approaching. Clear the area. No, 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 no! Tell them to hold off! Deans on that platform! Jedi. Saul Guerrero, his band of fanatics. <laughs> fanatics. <laughs> the last reminder of the Jedi. Gone. Never, never picked up on that before. He says it's the last reminder of the Jedi as well. It's quite a mm. yeah, the destruction of Jeddah. Yeah. Get the squadron leader on. Get him on now. They're already engaged. So.
throw back to the start of the film. It's Jin. Jim. Stop us. Papa. I've seen your message. The hologram. I've seen it. It must be destroyed. I know. I know. We will. There's a lot of death in this film, isn't there? <laughs> yes. I mean, the more movies go, it's it's quite more like. I think that was that was one of the the best description. I remember when this film came out, when they said Gareth Edwards wanted to make this a proper war movie, um, and he has for the most part. Just feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, apparently, this is different to the original script. The original version was a lot more wary, for want of a better word, apparently. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't forget, in the original cut, well, the original script for this, that fader scene at the end wasn't even in it. Yeah. So it would have been interesting. I mean, we'll get to that scene in a, in a little while, but it would be interesting to find out what exactly they had planned. Oh, it's this machine gun again. Yeah. Where they go, this is flying away from somewhere blown up. Yeah. Path of destruction. Mm. You like it? Oh. <laughs> You're in shock. You went up there to kill my father. You don't know what you're talking about. Deny it. You're in shock. I'm looking for some place to put it. I've seen it before. I bet you have. They know. You lied about why we came here, and you lied about why you went up alone. I had every chance to pull the trigger. But did I? Did I? Yeah. You might as well have. My father was living proof, and you put him at risk. That's what alliance bombs that killed him. I had orders. Orders that I disobeyed. But you wouldn't understand that. Orders? When you know they're wrong? Mm. Again, it's the, the rebellion blurring the lines of right and wrong to get to their objective. the luxury of deciding when and where we want to care about something. Suddenly the rebellion is real for you. Some of us live it. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. You're not the only one who lost everything. 
some of us just decided to do something about it. You can't talk your way around this. they know we're coming into the storage. Hmm. Anybody else? I've gone in the room. <laughs> oh. One of my favourite scenes in this film. Yes. And the Canonized Vader's Castle. Yes. Technically, I suppose Vader's Castle could be classed as a Rogue One set as well, couldn't it? Uh, yeah, there's a Lego set. Yeah, it's expensive, but yeah. I can't remember that guy's name. He's slightly servant, but. Yeah, Emperor's Guards. Mm. They're also his. Yeah. Uh, The little details they get so right in this film, mm. like that. That scene in particular always gets me, and this bit as well. Kind of reminds me of Luke with Return uh, of the Jedi, going into Jabba's palace with his hood up. Mm. That's Vader's theme tune. Yeah. Done at a slightly slower pace. Slower pace. And you hear the breathing. <laughs> Lord Vader. You seem unsettled. No, just pressed for time. There's a great many things to attend to. My apologies. You do have a great many things to explain. <laughs> I delivered the weapon the Emperor requested. I deserve an audience to make certain that he understands its remarkable potential. Its power to create problems has certainly been confirmed. A city destroyed, an Imperial facility openly attacked. This Governor Tarkin suggested the test. You were not summoned here to grovel, Director Krennic. No, it's... There is no Death Star. The Senate has been informed that Jeddah was destroyed in a mining disaster. Senate. I expect you not to rest until you can assure the Emperor that Galen Erso has not compromised this weapon in any way. So I'm still in command? Hmm. <laughs> That's all that matters. You'll speak to the Emperor about this. Uh oh. That noise. Always yeah. make somebody's in trouble. <laughs> I 
careful not to choke on your aspirations, director. Even Vader dropping one line is brilliant. That's a great one, that. The thing is, they even get Vader's helmet right. And, it, and what I mean by that is that you always saw in A New Hope and Fire Strider spoke through to Return of the Jedi, Vader's helmet was getting progressively shinier. Yes. Yeah, in that scene, they nail it. And then we see all of the leaders of the Rebellion around this table. Radus. If she's telling the truth, we need to act now. Yeah, reference from the Clone Wars. The Empire yeah. has the means of mass destruction. And of course, the name of the ship in Last Jedi. This is nonsense. Mm. What reason would my father have to lie? What benefit would it bring him? To lure our forces into a final battle to destroy us once and for all. Is everything based on what? The testimony of a criminal, the dying words of her father, an Imperial scientist. Oh, don't forget the Imperial pilot. My father gave his life so that we may have a chance to defeat them. So you've told us. If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? What chance do we have? The question is what choice? Run, hide, plead for mercy, scatter your forces. You give way to an enemy this evil with this much power and you can into an eternity of Get involved. The time to fight is now. Yes. Every moment you waste is another step closer to the ashes of Jeddah. What is she proposing? Just let the girl speak. Send your best troops to Scarif. You're asking us to invade an Imperial installation based on nothing but hope. Rebellions are built on hope. Nice. There is no hope. I say we fight. I say the rebellion is finished. I'm sorry, Jim. Without the full support of the council, the odds are too great. Happy. They prefer to surrender. And you? Mm -hmm. She wants to fight, so do I. We all do. The force is strong. I'm not sure four of us is quite enough. How many do we need? What are you talking about? They were never gonna believe you. I appreciate the support. But I do. Believe you. Would like to volunteer. Some of us, most of us, we've all done terrible things on behalf of the rebellion. Spies, saboteurs, assassins. Everything I did, I did for the rebellion. 
And every time I walked away from something I wanted to forget, I told myself it was for a cause that I believed in. A cause that was worth it. Without that, we're lost. Everything we've done would have been for nothing. I couldn't face myself if I gave up now. Comfortable. <laughs> comfortable. Thank you, God. Hey, you're up. Grab anything that's not nailed down. Go, go, go! Jin, I'll be there for you. Cassian said. <laughs> <laughs> K2 with another great one liner there. It's a great speech, that again. It's funny because this seems very different to what was shown in the actual trailer. Because mm. it was where they had the, the force makes you feel like a thousand men or whatever it was. <laughs> Rogue One. Rogue One? There is no Rogue One. Just in fact about that. No, no, this That's the only time in any of the said in the film. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, quite an interesting thing, I think. Yeah, very good. Yes. Outstanding. Just the small, small little details really do make. They do. Scarif. Okay. We're coming in. There's a planet-wide defensive shield with a single main entry gate. This shuttle should be equipped with an access code that allows us through. Assuming the Empire hasn't logged it is overdue. And if they have? Then they shut the gate. Then we're all annihilated in the cold, dark vacuum of space. <laughs> Not me. I can survive in space. <laughs> yeah, K2SO is okay. I'm surprised we have a turtle when that flies. 
four big flippers. <laughs> yes, that should be the new name for that ship, the turtle ship. SW0608 yeah. requesting a landing pad. Cargo shuttle SW0608, you're not listed on the arrival schedule. Acknowledged gate control. We were rerouted from Edu flight station. Transmitting clearance code now. Transmitting. Holding on to the Kyber Crystal. Brilliant. Again, another reference to the Force. Even though yeah. there's no Jedi, there's no Sith, there's no kind of reference to it other than people saying use the Force or believing in it and stuff, you know? Impressive. It's an old code, but it is, checks it, out. Yeah, it is like a religion. Yeah, it'd be like somebody grasping a cross or a St. David's star mm. or an equivalent of that, you know? proceeding to LP9 as instructed. Main building down there, what is it? That's the Citadel Tower. They keep all the Imperial structural archives up there. If the plans are anywhere, they'll be there. Come on, idyllic planet, isn't it? When you look at it, beaches, blue sea, blue skies. <laughs> and then the Empire go and ruin it. Probably a bit of a plush job to get stationed there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sick. I need. I'm sick of. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick of being on a uh, Tatooine or. Um, Hoth. Yeah, I need to go to Scarif. <laughs> Warmer climates. We're coming in. I'll become a beach trooper. I prefer the name of that rather than the Scarif trooper. It was, it was Shore Trooper. Wasn't Shore it? Trooper. Yeah, yeah. Nothing left to lose can take the day. Well, there's a few things that were changed in between the the. The toys coming out in the final cut of the movie, because she was Sergeant Jin Ursu. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because my my black trooper, um, my sorry, my black series trooper is Sergeant Jin Ursu, and it says it on the Lego set as well that she's Sergeant Jin Ursu. Yeah. And similarly, the the Scarif troopers were originally Shore troopers. Shore troopers, yeah. We'll find a way to find them. Nalshi? Oh, base turret. He'll take the main squad. Move east and get wide of the ship. Find a position between here and the tower. Once you get to the best spot, light the place up. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Yeah, that's the, that's the quote that they mix up with the force in the uh, trailer, wasn't it? Yeah. Make ten men feel like a hundred, that's it. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no pressure, mate. You're the only one that can get us out. Yeah. See, it does look like a tail, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Even the people like it when you don't know. Yeah. Ready? 
the uniforms always just happen to fit. Well, <laughs> what could I say? So coincidental. <laughs> I know it has to be Accenture, I know, but the same in every single film where that kind of stuff happens. True. A New Hope with Han and, Ma Han and Luke. In Despite Luke being short for a Stormtrooper, the Stormtrooper armor fitted him. Well, that's it. Yeah. Although the helmet did come off really easy, to be fair. So. True. This costume's almost like it's tailored to. Yes. <laughs> Finally, you know. Yeah. Good luck. Good sister. I remember seeing the scene in the trailer where she's wearing that. Mm. And um, you, you always have the thought of, oh, maybe she's actually on their side of it rather than yes. her return yeah. coat or whatever. And surely they don't even realise he didn't go in with a beard. So how can we come out with a beard? And he also didn't go in with a K two droid. He went in with two stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> he has a bad feeling about this. Yeah. I think that's the only time that's said in this movie. Yes, but it is said. It's said in every movie, bar one. It's not said in Solo, is it? Yeah, well, no, no, it's a twist. I have a good he feeling. He says I have a good this. feeling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because that's when he was optimistic. Yeah, Hans Solo is a optimistic. Yeah, yeah, before he became a jaded and worldly wise. Well, after seeing what happened at the end of that movie, I'm not surprised. True. We need a map. Well, I'm sure there's one just lying about. <laughs> you know what you have to do. <laughs> You're not in Disney World, mate. There's not just going to be maps anywhere, is there? So, again, another fact. This is filmed in the Canary Wharf train station here in London. Yes. And that, on the right, is an escalator in real life. Um, but obviously there's some heavy CGI going in there to cover it up. But uh, it it could blatantly be the, a Death Star or definitely is an Imperial station of some description and every time I go to Canary Wall station it always gives me a bit of a chuckle. When I was down in London recently with Mare and myself were crossing London to get to you Ali and Andy mm. we went through one of the London stations I can't remember which one it was now but again it was very reminiscent of that industrial um, bleakness that the Empire is known for. Knowing the direction you was it somewhere like Bank or Westminster? We went down, yeah, we went in via Westminster, it might be in Westminster. Yeah, because you go down quite a few escalators and a couple yes, of you do. Yeah, yeah. I want every dispatch, every transmission he has ever sent called up for inspection. All of them, yes, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. That 
that's just weird. Kind of reminds me of the Matrix. Where you have the Matrix plugged into the back of your head. Yes. He's basically just taking all the memories out of yeah. killing, killing one of his own kind. <laughs> okay. And I must admit, the rebels. When you see the rebels on Scarif, it reminds me of um, almost like the the move, World War Two. Sorry, no, the the war movies from Vietnam. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, with the, the with the, definitely the actual kind of scenery and and, and atmosphere mm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of a hodgepodge of uniform. Mm -hmm. Well, they're a re rebellion, right? They're going to be a hodgepodge of everything to a certain extent. True, but the American GIs have that slight hodgepodge of uniform. That's true. Yeah. Make 10 men seem like 100. Nah. Are we blind? Deploy the garrison! No! Deploy the garrison. Even though you see him as a political officer, he's very much a military officer as well, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Probably more so first. Mm. Nice little mouse joint there at one point as well. Yes. Troopers! Troopers, troopers on the left! Get in! Get in! Ha <laughs> ha. I do like the uh, scarab. Yes. There you go, the Death Star's back to his proper position now. <laughs> right way up. I want to speak with Director Krennic. He's there, sir. On Scarif. The original plans for this station are kept there, are they not? They are. Prepare for the jump to hyperspace and inform Lord Vader. Mm. God, he, could, he just looks real. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to get into the hyperspace lane at the same time as the Death Star? You'd get absolutely <laughs> crushed. <laughs> oh. Chopper, bottom left. Yes. Let him speak. Intercepted Imperial transmission, ma'am. Rebels on Scarif. I need to speak with Admiral Radis. He's returned to his ship. He's going to fight. <laughs> I do love that cheeky little grin from yes. uh, Mothma. Yeah, she has to because the the collective was that they didn't fight, so she had to. Follow that, but she didn't believe that was the right thing to do. So now that they've got a reason to, she's quite happy to deploy the forces. This literally could be from the It could. May the force be with you. Your favourite character, there, mate. Indeed. It's a same job, I know a lot of people play with fans and It probably was, but you know, Fast and Street Fury. 
but the, the thing, I mean, when you then look at the A New Hope and they're on Yavin 4, you would think R2 and C3PO would be discussing the fact that, oh, we've been here before. Yeah. We were only here about two weeks ago. Enjoying the swamp. This is pad two, pad two. I spot 40 rebels heading west on pad two. Nice diversion tactic. Pad 12, pad 10, pad 8, please confirm. Confirm and report. Get reinforcements down to pad 5 immediately. This is not working, Kay. Right hand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which hand? The right hand. It's an 80 something, but I can't remember what. ACT. Because obviously it's, it's different to an attack, but. It's, it's ATACT, isn't it? Uh, armored cargo transport, something yeah. like that. All terrain armored cargo transport. AC Act. This is Admiral Reddish of the Rebel Alliance. All squadron leaders reporting. This is a Admiral. fantastic answer. It is. This is gold leader standing by. Gold leader. Red leader. Red leader. Well, the fact that they use in, like, scenes from A New Hope that didn't get used and they've been reset. Yes. Oh. I kind of joked on our WhatsApp group earlier on that this is going to be two hours of gushing about this film. I think they might be right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been good all the way up to here. I, I must admit, it's, it's bizarre. We've watched this movie, and the only negative comment that has been made anywhere was the suggestion that you didn't like Paul Pollock. That was it. Yeah. Other than that, other than that, neither of us have criticised this movie. I, I know that council members, Mr. Clark, Mr. Contrary, and Andy feel a bit meh. The, the other Mr. Clark. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But, I don't know, there's not much wrong with this film. No, there isn't. And it's a very good film. But the last five minutes just is the cherry on the icing on the cake. Mm. And, I, and I'm looking forward to getting to that part. We trapped? We could transmit the plans to the Rebel fleet. We'd have to get a signal up to tell them it's coming. It's the size of the data files, that's the problem. They'll never get through. Someone has to take that shield gate down. Katie with the idea there. Mm. Bodhi, tell me you're out there. Bodhi. But that is is a strategic droid, isn't it? Yeah. Wait, but I can't. I'm not. I'm not hooked into the to the comms tower. We, we're not. We're not tied in. It's the only way we're getting them out of here. Find a way. Cover our backs. <laughs> you wanted one, right? 
Your behavior, Janessa, is continually unexpected. <laughs> Come on. Why would he store in them? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. What a great big hangers, aren't they? Garages. Whatever. That's it, yeah. That's they're coming out from under the water. They need a bigger gun. Yeah. And they clearly upgraded the armour. Good for for uh, Empire Strikes Back, they couldn't. Yes, that's the point, though. Yeah. Out, yeah. Well, it's a different, different transport, to be fair. But what are you doing? They've closed the shield gate. We're stuck here. But the rebel fleet are pulling in. We just have to get a signal strong enough to get through to them and let them know that we're trapped down here. For that, we have to connect to the communications tower. Now, I can pack just in over here, the landing pad. But you have to get on the radio. Get one of the guys out there to find a, a master switch. Get them to activate the connection between us and that comms tower. Don't go! What's going on down there, Lieutenant? Yeah. Unknown, sir. We can't raise them. All rebel frequencies are blocked. Keep trying. Engage those star destroyers and let's start probing that shield. Yes, sir. Fantastic. We're going in. So Biggs wouldn't be here at this point in time because he'd not defected. Yeah. Yeah, so when you when I was on about it, it was a bit like helicopters. So if you have a look from the again from the Vietnam War, the way that the American Marines or the American troops would often use helicopter gunships as ground support. Yeah. And you'd have the troopers hanging out at the side of the thing with Shipping machine guns. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I can locate the tape, but you'll need to use the handles for extraction. What am I supposed to do with this? Over there. Okay, what's going on out there? There's one. <laughs> oh, How strong is he as a droid? My days. I suppose it's just made out of metal, though, isn't it? Uh, Come on. Why did Chewie run for this one? Uh, Chewie pulls the arms off stormtroopers, I'm sure he could pull the arms off a droid. Possibly. He can throw droids. Oh yeah, that rule. Oh, or stormtroopers. Both them can throw stormtroopers. And then they just need to play. And then Typhoon, but it's unbelievable. Look at that. 
Enemy fighters coming in. Describe, what are we looking for? What does it look like? The master switch, where is it? Your wings reinforce those troops on the beach. All fighters, on me. We have to shield them from air attack. Troop reinforcements! Here we go! We're having no effect on that shield. How much more can that thing take? Stick close, Red Five. Where are you going? Oh, I'm good. I'm trying to lose them. This is Red Five. Oh, I need help. Oh, Red Five. Yes. Crates an opening for someone else. Yeah, I wonder who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a Lego striker. Oh no, not Lego. Sorry, it's a tie striker. But yeah, I've got the Lego one. <laughs> Project code names: Stellar Sphere, Malcomega, Pax Aurora. War mantle. Cluster Prism, Black Saber. What? Stardust. That's it. How do you know that? I know because it's me. Hey, you! Identify yourself. I can. Coming fire! That's quite a manual system, isn't it? Yeah, it's in the override, wasn't it? Because they said that the system would have to be... In... Okay. Okay. This is the only scene with droid in kill, for want of a better word. I think he even got me in the cinema when we crossed What I love about this, the end scenes of this, is whether each of the main heroes dies an individual death, and each of them fulfills their role before they die. I, I just love the way it's done. It's almost, it's almost like. Um, um, is a magnificent seven. Well, that's you it. See yeah. Each each of the main heroes dies. Yeah. It's 
K2SO is the first one. I can't plug in. And then it's him. They have to hit that gate. If the, the way he goes is brutal, though. Oh, yeah. Big guns. It's just the way they just walk out calmly. Yeah. They must be the only stormtroopers that don't miss. <laughs> Again, so many throwbacks. Yes. Even the way those bunkers are designed, like Return of the Jedi. Absolutely, yeah. Again, it's an Imperial bunker, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. The blast doors. And... Yeah, like those, those Death Troopers don't miss a funny when I see this it always reminds me of like back in the, in the 80s where every something would be on a VHS. It's <laughs> that, yeah. It's as if they're taking out a tape. Uh... I was really hoping at this point that would turn into a lightsaber. Yeah. Especially when he's going over and repeating that I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I'm one with the force, the force is with me. I'm one with the force, the force is with me. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. Yes. 
You think that's him? Yeah. I do love the way it goes from space battles to the ground up. Yes. But then we was on about this. It, it's it's a theme of Star Star Trek, Star Wars movies. The way it jumps between the the wider battle to the space battle to the individual battle that's going on. Because it's the individual thing, it's the Jinnersu and um, Krennic piece. Then you've got the wider battle going on around them to drop the shield, and then you've got the space battle above. It's very much like Return of the Jedi, the way it ends this film. Yeah. Is there anybody out there? This is Rogue One. This is Admiral Raddus, Rogue One. We hear you. We have the plans. But also, Phantom Menace is the same. You have to take down the shield gate. Um, yeah, yeah, true, actually, yeah. Call up a hammerhead corvette. I have an idea. Stand by, Rogue One. We're on it. This is for you, Gail. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a Lego set of a hammerhead corvette. A criminal if there wasn't. Uh, I've not seen one. Yeah. Yeah. That was unceremonial, that death was, my days. It was, yeah. He knows that he has no way off the planet now. That's a brutal gun, that Yeah. He's got decent armor This is called a hammerhead. Yeah. And even though I'd seen this ship, 
quite a few times now. Star Wars canon. I would have time to drop it because it's clearly one of the key moments in the competition. Yeah. And again, another change to the trailer coming up where in the trailer we see Jim bump to the end of that platform and a TIE fighter approaches. Yes. Yet, in this movie, in the final movie I should say, it's uh, not even close to that happening. Well, it's almost positioned in the trailer so she's about to get on. To the time yeah, or get, or get shot at one of the two, yeah. She has the Padme's about her in this scene, I think. Hmm. I don't know what it is. Reverse engines! Full power! It's funny, the first time I saw this, I was really enthralled. Look at engines though. <laughs> yeah, but then I think about a tugboat. Tugboat yes. pulled. A humongous ship. It's a similar principle really, isn't it? I suppose you, you've got no friction or anything playing against you there. Yeah. So it's literally if you push from the side, if it's not got any engines to push it sidewards. The Star Destroyer just moves basically Could forward, it? up and down, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. You don't really see a Star, a Star Destroyer dodge to the left or dodge to the right, so it's, it doesn't seem to have engines positioned there. You've lost. Oh, I have. Have I? My father's revenge. He built a flaw in the Death Star. He put a fuse in the middle of your machine, and I've just told the entire galaxy how to light it. The shield is up. Your signal will never reach the Rebel base. All your ships in here will be destroyed. I lose nothing but time. Again, the, the ignorance of Krennic and just the... Arrogance. Arrogance, yeah. Transmission quote Admiral, totally comes into play with the uh, start of a new hope as well. Does tied into a lovely little bow. Transmission received. Admiral, we have the plans. She did it. 
detecting a massive object emerging from hyperspace. Mm-hmm. What? What a sight. Yeah. Lord Vader will handle the fleet. Target the base of Scarif. Single Yes, sir. He's after damage limitation now, isn't he? Yeah. Thinking he'll stop the leak and the plan's getting out. Hmm. Destroy the planet, destroy the base. Ready, Commander. Again, it's, it's, in the new it's yeah, but it's it's a, it's a case of ultimate power. Yeah, and the view is we don't need to rush. We're fire when ready. Yeah, I love the way it's it takes to the top of the satellite. Yes. Rogue One, may the Force be with you. Ships, prepare for jump to hyperspace. Just when you thought we Yeah, there was supposed to be an ending to this, wasn't there, where they escaped? Yeah. And apparently Gareth Edwards went to, um... Went to Disney. Yeah, I want to kill them all. Yeah. Which makes sense, because we don't know of them in the... in any of the movies, whereas you would think heroes that managed to get the plans would be celebrated. Yeah, absolutely. Incredibly dramatic end to the movie when you think about the way that it's shot, mm. and then all of a sudden you see Vader. <laughs> it's like, yes, this is. I remember the first time we saw this together. The absolute jubilation. Yes. You can see the darkness spreading. Yeah. Hear the, hear the breathing. Beaming joy at the moment. So I'm really <laughs> sorry. <sulky stuff. laughs> 
just an animal, isn't he? Absolutely brutal. But it's, it's what we expect to fight though. Yeah. Mm. Launch. Now we see the Tantive 4. That is the scene of Raider we Crying out for years, and just to get it, just for just two minutes, it's totally worth it. It is. And there she is. What is it they've sent us? Help. What a line. And yes. that is the end of that. Listeners, we are stopping the film, but we are going to carry on talking just for a few more minutes to get over that, for want of a better word. Um, what a film. That is fantastic. It just... Yeah, it's, it's one of these films that I could drop in at any moment in time if it's been on for an hour I can sit and watch it if it's been on for five minutes even better I'll still sit in and watch it but if there's only something on that I can only watch for 20 minutes it's the kind of film that I can just dip in and dip out because I enjoy it for the most part 99% of it 100% you know that that that's the type of film that this 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 is for me um, and it makes it a joy to watch it is it is it's it's just a complete movie. Uh, there's, it, it ties up. It, it's nice because it ties up a couple of the holes that did appear in the original movie. Um, but it doesn't mean... Okay, it's contrived because it was a deliberate thing to try and plug those holes. But if you came into this fresh and you didn't see... You hadn't seen a new hope first. If this was your first exposure to Star Wars, then the holes was never they were never there in a new hope, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it totally makes sense. That's that's why for me this is the perfect intro to the to the entire saga. It's funny, we've we've had this conversation on the show before where we've kind of spoken about do you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, do you do four, five, six, one, two, three, etc. And I've always preferred the maquette of four, five, one, two, three, six, seven, eight, mm. as it would be. Yet, with the introduction of this, it does make me rethink of what to do from a watching order perspective. Um, as as a bit of a precursor to that, um, as listeners will know, I'm I'm off to Galaxy's Edge. Uh, in August next month, I can actually say that now. Um, but before we go, my wife has said that she will sit down and watch Star Wars, the every single film with me. Now she's seen some of them already, to be fair to her, but I'm making her rewatch it again. Um, and for me, it's kind of working out what's the best way to watch it. Um, so again, that's something else that we're talking about. She's very much, oh well, let's start with number one, which makes sense, you know. Um, 
So I might start with one. I might start with three and a half, as, as this potentially is. Um, but who knows? But yeah, Dave, that's, it's, this is a great jumping on point for those who may be familiar with Star Wars, but not necessarily seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you've got children and you're wanting to introduce them to this, this is a great movie to introduce them with. It's it's possibly the most brutal one to introduce them with. Um, yes. But it doesn't have the happiest of endings. No. But it leads no. so well into episode four. It does. Um, but I think it's a great way to get into the film and get an understanding of the way and the reason why episode four is the way it is. Um, especially with the introduction at the start of episode four as well, where you can see, you see the continuation of that Vader chase. Yeah. You can see why the chase is happening. Yeah. Um, and it, it, this also gives you a good appreciation of the scale of the Empire and and the, the scale of the, the rebellion to some extent. You get to see how big their fleet was, how many, how many star systems are involved already in the the resistance. Yeah, it's funny when you think of the battle of of um, the battle of Yavin. Number wise, compared to what they had there, it's definitely smaller. I think. Um, obviously, the battle of Yavin is not almost directly after Rogue One, but fairly close. Um, mm. But nevertheless, you do see the numbers are different, and that that clearly explains why there aren't as many. Um, and it's one of the hesitations I have about episode nine, where it's only set a year after episode eight, and we know that the resistance has been dwindled very, very small. So yes, you know these these things might not seem important to a certain extent, but uh, for the most part, they're very important logistically, anyway, and kind of making sense of the plot and overall storytelling. I guess we're not going to know until we see it how that all works. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't want to talk about that. Let's focus on Rogue One. Sorry, that was my fault. Um, <laughs> but Dave, you know we've been we've been going. I think this might actually be the longest podcast we've ever done. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, in one sitting, that is not for one particular topic, um, no. but definitely for one sitting. Um, and you know when we get to the likes of. Revenge of the Sith if we get to The Last Jedi um, it'll be longer but we've been going for, for way over two hours now uh, and it's been absolutely brilliant watching it again with you kind of both of us experiencing some of the same stuff and some new things as well there were a few kind of comments that we've both made that we've both noticed new things watching yes. it again um, and also the similarities to the rest of the films kind of really do stand out when you've not seen it for a while um, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Some of the comparisons to like the, the doors, the foreshadowing, stuff like that, um, really does make the film. You know, this film's three years old. I've seen it God knows how many times, and I'm still finding new things, which is always a good thing. It is. It is. It, it, you see the way it just pulls the prequels to the original trilogies so much tighter. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, there was, there was a feeling of prequel hate when Disney first took over um, and I you know you understandable to a certain extent but you can see that they've made an effort in this particular film to really address 
certain things connecting the two trilogies and I think they've done it really well they've probably connected the, the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy better than the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy yes yeah, I would agree with that ironically yeah. yeah there's more continuity between these yeah absolutely and with that in mind Dave I'm going to ask you for some final thoughts on while today wasn't a normal show uh, <laughs> it's still a show nevertheless um, so final thoughts on Rogue One, my man. This is definitely my favourite movie of the current era of movies. Um, it's definitely my favourite movie of the standalones. Um, it, it, Rogue One sits in my top three Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ahead of Empire for me. Um, We've, you, you mentioned that we've got our current uh, grand final for our poll of uh, the, the fans' favourite Star Wars movie. And Empire Strikes Back is in there, Revenge of the Sith, Force Awakens, and Rogue One. And for me, Rogue One is the, the, the best of those four. For, for me, this is a superb Star Wars movie. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know, as of as of recording, I'm going to quickly jump in to see what the poll's doing. Actually, just to see where we are. And looking at the poll, no surprise, Empire Strikes Back is winning with 66% of the vote. Further than that, Revenge of the Sith is in second place. Oh, with, it wasn't earlier. With 16% of the vote, Rogue One with 15% of the vote, and then Force Awakens with 3%. So that's interesting. Um, I kind of expect, personally, I think Empire Strikes Back would win. I knew it would. But nevertheless, it's interesting to see where the runners-up may go. Um, yeah, I I expect Empire to win. I, I, I wouldn't have chosen yeah. it myself, but I do expect it to win. Yeah, absolutely. And final thoughts from me is, oh, I really enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to doing it again. Um, mm. Let's um, Maybe we'll go with... A new hope next time. Uh, see if we can get some other members of the council on. Uh, they couldn't make it today. But um, so, listeners, yes, we are the Jedi Council. Uh, we are here to talk about everything and anything Star Wars. And you can find us online. We are www.the-jedi-council.com. We are on Twitter. We are at the Jedi underscore council. We are on Instagram. We are at the Jedi underscore council underscore TJC. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, type in TJC underscore the Jedi underscore council and you will find us. Not to mention you can find our podcasts on most of your po- uh, podcast players hosted on SoundCloud. Uh, but we're also on Spotify, Player.fm, Podbean. Uh, don't forget we're on iTunes as well. So don't forget to like and subscribe for all of the different platforms that you can find us on. Uh, not to mention, if you hit us up on Twitter, we do our best to interact with you guys. Um, and that's a roundup of our commentary today for Rogue One. We hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as listening to this as much as we have recording it. And remember, may the force be with you. <laughs>